0: yeah
1: hello player yeah dear listener dear listener
0: that's not me are you
1: are you ready are you ready to listen no come on in come on well oh shit things are not ready things are not set up can you just take a seat can we walk through this together
0: i need this is going to be very crucial that you follow my directions (laughs) you kind of caught us here with uh our hands in a bind we weren't really uh ready to go right now kind of caught us here
2: with our pants around our ankles
0: yeah. So you're Co- just. Collectively. You're just
1: going to have to bear with us for this one, all right? Right. Listeners, we're here to talk about. <laughs>
0: that, that was probably a 10 <coughs> out of 10 intro. Nice one. Thanks, Hall of guys. Fame. I really appreciate that. Uh, welcome I'm going to gonna the create crew. a wiki and put that intro in it.
1: <laughs> if we're talking about the uh, art history of intros. <laughs> um, Why is this one on the most art important? Hi-
2: all right. At the Art mm-hmm. History of Intros dinner table.
1: Uh. <laughs> I'd be at the seat of the house So listeners, we are here to talk about Dr. Lengiskov The Tiger and the Terribly Cursed Emerald A whirlwind heist A game by Definitely. William William Poog Who, if you have been listening to Our episodes of past He is one half of the development team Behind the Stanley Parable a Walking simulator we had talked about A little while ago uh, so this is his game under the new development team, Crows, Crows, Crows. It's, it's a very short, interactive fiction that's around
0: 15 minutes. I mean, that's I'm really... sorry for laughing. Just, just describing anything in a game as interactive just seems a little redundant. <laughs> okay, all right. Fair I know right. what you mean, though. But it game, is interactive My
2: video fiction. game has things that you can interact with. <laughs> but, but to be
0: fair, in, in this game, you
1: are honestly kind of, you're there to facilitate... Um, it, it's very meta in the way it's, it's structured you begin the game in this waiting lobby area with the voice of a narrator um, sort of um, preparing a scene if you will and it's a little disorienting. You hear basically like the stage manager the stage manager right and he's talking about uh, preparing the set for conceivably another player so you're basically in a waiting lobby waiting for your turn to play Dr. Langislav and things start it to go. Too.
0: What? What? The L.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, just so <laughs> you guys know, we will be unable <laughs> to pronounce this game.
2: We're gonna keep failing every time. It's <laughs> it, it la- right? But we lang-a-scow. keep doing
0: Langskav. So tell us more about Doctor Langley, Caleb. Doctor Langley. Langley.
1: Let's go to Langley Base. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so essentially, as this player, um, you. Are participating in helping the narrator uh, sort of behind the scenes enact uh, various like sound cues elemental effects that are like sort of influencing what the like hypothetical player is experiencing in the game so mm-hmm. in a nutshell you are the stage crew that is helping this game come to fruition so that is in a nutshell what this is about
0: yeah, basically. I mean, even yeah. if you were to go into much more detail, there isn't a lot more. To no, it it's that. it's fifteen burn. minutes. Later. <laughs> that's not a burn. I'm just saying, like it's Caleb not. says, in a nutshell. But, but other than that, there isn't much to explain. Other than like, okay, and then you go in here and you press the button to turn on the lights for the player. And like, but that's like, mm-hmm.
2: it's yeah. got a you know, you, you'd mention that it's a half of the Stanley Parable team. There's a very Stanley. There's there's a contrast we made between the two games for sure.
1: Mhm. And you know with with this game in particular I would like to maybe start the conversation m- looking at how you know with with the beginner's guide we talked a lot about how that experience is sort of sort of a parable towards game development and the creative process with another individual and I would I'd be curious to see what your guys' thoughts are with Dr. Langskov how that is sort of a response to this developer's uh, time creating
2: the Stanley Parable.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, I think I it's it's funny playing through the game, especially after finishing it. I had this like very definitive moment of I like the conversation that's ha- like the I, I like the the entire like theming of the game. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of interesting that you have this like other player character that's supposedly going through the game and you have to Mm -hmm. like help them go through i feel like this game could have really benefited from multiple endings though Mm -hmm. because it is it is Uh like it's a little linear in contrast to games that are kind of similar like it would be very interesting if and to to just sort of say it off the bat you, uh, it'd be really interesting if you could do how the game ends as an actual ending, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah. could just right off the bat go into the tiger room and let the tiger out.
0: Sure, sure. And then the game
2: just ends <laughs> because you just killed the other player character. Right, and that's like it, it could benefit in that Stanley Parable multiple ending sense. I, yeah, that is. I mean, at the end of the game, basically, you 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 help the other player through, and then you you get to start your game. And then it's the same thing where they need somebody backstage doing mm-hmm. it, and that person... this could be a really interesting multiplayer game. Actually, oh, absolutely. Could, could yeah. you imagine if the game the the second playing was actually like relevant to another player doing something?
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: In There there are moments of that throughout the game. One of the first decisions that you have to make is um, you're you're in a room and you're asked to flip on a light, but then there's a very conveniently tucked away nook that says activate lasers. So if you end up, like, <laughs> pressing that button, the narrator reacts. And it's it's stowed away as sort of just a write-off in, in the story. But, yeah, to, to have, like, actual gameplay ramifications <clears throat> would be
2: kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But the humor, yeah. the humor um, is still funny, because you just kind of tear yeah. through rooms and hit all the buttons yeah. and <laughs> yeah. mess things up. <laughs> uh, I
0: mean, I... I've, I, yeah I, I took a couple things away but I will say in terms of the ending um, I was a little disappointed um, because well have okay let me start over have you guys ever heard of the play Noises Off no heard no. of and or seen it no. okay um, it's a it's a really funny play it takes place in three acts um, and how it starts is like you're watching people you what you think is they're going through the play And then someone in the audience is like, you're doing it all wrong again, like, and then like the director, Mm -hmm. quote, quote, comes up and like starts telling them what they're doing. Interesting. So the way this play goes is the first act is like a dress rehearsal. The second act is like behind the scenes of like them trying to make all their cues and like it's a comedy. Everything is going wrong this whole time. And the third act is I'm trying to go through the play, but they're all like drunk and confused and everything goes wrong. So what I was kind of hoping for after that long-winded explanation of noises off plug plug, plug um plug. And so I was kind of hoping that after being behind the scenes of the heist that you would then go through it and then it would still be like in shambles over like everything you just did and like a player behind you would be calling the shots and you'd go through this like train wreck of a game right. broken I, I was I was
2: hoping for that too honestly <laughs> Yeah so I was a, I was a little disappointed I, I was hoping to stand in the elevator for 20 minutes and just be like <laughs> And, and just hear in the background someone knocking shit over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, there's this moment in the game where the
0: stage manager—I'm just going to call him that—so the narrator, Wheatley. he's like, "All right, uh, we're going to have to be really careful. Like, we are going up to a point uh, where we come very close to the player. Uh, the wall is—I don't know what it's made of, but it is very cheap. Um, so when they hit the button for the lift, just pull the lever to make it go. And like, they walk into the elevator, and like, they're not pressing the button. And the stage manager just like. Do they hear us? Like, what are they doing? Do they what could they be us? doing in there? Yeah, <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and which
0: is like,
2: go ahead. I was gonna say, which is like, I think further drawn out by the fact that there's this interesting thing where if you if you're like clicking the mouse, it sounds like you're tapping two drumsticks together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is such a cool detail. The game is incredibly <laughs> percussive. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's there's a good rhythm to uh the actions that you are doing as a player the the music in the background as well it just it has a good sense of style that feels like you are kind of like you know the at the stage manager also I, I think it's pretty interesting there are times where he is describing what your action is creating in the mansion itself like what when you cue mm-hmm. the lighting right he or the actual um, rain, he will describe in detail what it's looking like. But here you are, as just this crew member looking at this sort of dingy, rundown janitorial closet. Um, yeah. So yeah, it has it has like the sense of style to it aesthetically, um, but it's nice that like they keep teasing that you know you're influencing something greater.
0: So, actually you brought up something I thought this game could have been. Not necessarily better paced, <sighs> but there's this moment at the very end when you're up in, like, the like catwalks, like, near the end of the mm-hmm. computer player, whatever you want to call them, their heist. It's like, alright, like, you're in miscellaneous interactions, there's a lot you have to do, and there's, like, this giant keyboard, and the stage manager just, like, alright, press five, six, ah, oh, no, damn it, that's the wrong one. Oh, like I, sparks going off. I went to town They're, like, on that three thing. phones ringing. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, <laughs> three phones shit ringing. shit and, and it's playing this little, like, jazz, like, do Like, this uh, little, like, drum thing. And it's just, like, really chaotic. And that was probably, like, the highlight of the game. And I Mm -hmm. wish that wasn't the only moment where it felt like things were, like, really off the rails. I wish that could have been... And again, I know this is, like, a free game that, like, they didn't put... Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. they gave it to us for free. Like, they can't do everything. But I really like that moment and wish that was reflected elsewhere.
2: And if this was a, a branching path game that would have been mm-hmm. an interesting moment for a substantially diverting path. Because there were definitely... Mm-hmm. the, the I, So I played through it twice, trying to find things, um, and trying to figure out if it did have diverting paths. And there were, like, a lot of moments where I was like, this could have been another direction to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess that's kind of inherently what's going to happen, though. If it's coming after the Stanley Parable and made by half the team of the Stanley Parable, I am going to, like in the back of my mind, free or not inherently compare it to it. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, especially when you get to that final room, you're faced with these glowing signs of player is currently, and it goes through all these lists of like sneaking, jumping and like on fire. There are just these, these random like variables that are all sort of like surrounding you. And it's a visually, it's overwhelming, and I think, as the designer, half of the designer of the Stanley Parable, I think that's sort of a slight like wink and nudge to all the various outcomes that are possible in a game like this. But um, sort of that focus to keep it linear, and directed, but still mm. acknowledging what it could potentially be is, I, I thought, was a really nice touch. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, can I? have a quick side conversation with y'all real quick um something that i just was interesting in polling you guys on with little things like this where it's not meant to necessarily be replayed five times how do you guys feel about achievements because like Welcome so, to 2006, again, y'all. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, this game has achievements. I, I'm, I think it's safe to assume that people know what those are. Little pop-ups for doing various things in the game. is <laughs> <It's>
2: a little <laughs> refresher on achievements here.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's my wiki <laughs> on Check it. out AchievementHunter.com.
1: Um, Sponsored by Rooster Teeth.
0: Uh, now we owe money. Um <laughs> But, so, like, they have achievements in the game for, like, find all the various money, sc- like, scattered throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Knock over all the brooms in the game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like including that kind of dilutes the game's message. You your, it's
1: not that? in your face. I think it was maybe an obligation of, if you're a game on Steam, I don't know if that's a requirement necessarily, but I know with the consoles it certainly is.
0: It's not on Steam. I have a fair amount of games I have no Okay, it's great. Yeah. Um
2: it is it's it does I think it undermines itself by having achievements kind of because yeah. achievements make you want to backtrack and they make you kind of want to do a replay, I guess. Is sort of mm-hmm. the inherent intent. Mm-hmm. But there isn't actually any diverting path and there's not any, you know, it, it, if you replay it it becomes more apparently linear. Which I think hurts the game. So it's kind of weird to like have those things that might get someone to replay it, despite that replaying it doesn't really help the game. It actually kind of hinders it.
1: And I think I, also... I'm not...
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you. Okay. I love you. I, I love you. I love you. <laughs> uh, I was, I was going to say,
1: like, there, there are certain achievements that inherently make you uh, reconsider how you're playing the game and maybe try a different approach. But with something like this... There is no other approach. You are very limited in terms of interactivity.
0: So, mm-hmm. it yeah, it doesn't uh, benefit the game whatsoever yeah. to have something like, like that. And not that like the achievements, like what you guys are saying, there are some that can be good. Like, you get one for uh, when you beat the game, you get an achievement that says begin the heist. Right. Because the game ends with the, like the guy saying, all right, you're free to go, and like you get opened up into the heist that you've been trying to play and you get eaten by the tiger instantly. So it's like this sort of like without anyone turning light, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like this fun juxtaposition where it's like, oh, okay, I've begun the heist and that's how the game ends. Um, and the Stanley Parable had a bunch too, where it's like press a button 50 times and it's poking fun about the nature of achievements. But when they have like collect all 50 pretzels in the game, which is one of them, I mean, it doesn't have a number to it, but like there's like a pretzel scavenger hunt. Um it is like actively like a different to do to get those achievements you need to play the game in a way that is incongruous with the message or the
2: fundamental experience mm-hmm. now I think that hashtag brainies so this is one of sort of my one this is really like my only major issue with it i like could you imagine if so the the ending sequence to beating it where you're in the dark and you hear the game going on in the background and then a dude just like beeline sliding the tiger out. Mm-hmm. That's that's the immediate moment of like, I wish that was an outcome that could happen on my game. And that and mm-hmm. then I think if that was the case, that scavenger hunt component could really work. Yeah. Because it would be encourage, yeah. it would be encouraging you to take diverting paths and to check every area out. Right. Um and I know I'm harping on it a little bit, but it like for the most part, I think that everything. It's in a the, small game. All we can do is harp. <laughs> but the thing is, like everything else, is I think really good. I think the narrator has this mm-hmm. weird, like the narrator isn't exactly the Stanley Parable. It's very different. It's it's Stanley Parable cross with Wheatley from Portal Two. Yeah, it's it's
1: slightly like naive and boyish.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's funny. He, he sounds—he uh, sounds
2: like a, uh, a a fill-in for Steve Merchant.
0: That's the a little. I took, when I took out my, I was uh, playing this next to Annie, and the first thing she said when she came in was, "This sounds like a guy doing his best Steve Merchant impression." Uh, yep, yeah. <laughs> a guy you'd find um, at the pub. <laughs> yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought was there something you guys were gonna say
2: <laughs> no let him have it let him have it cool yeah let's we just, need let's we just need,
0: just need to flip that
1: switch in david's brain did someone not do that <laughs>
2: so yeah Wait.
0: it's all empty help Wait. oh shit he's, he's on fire, fire. Um, he's on. i was gonna say lights are that out. ultimately okay um <laughs> one of my like first thoughts like reactions from this game was that i sort of took it as um Sorry, I'm trying to be as like respectful as possible and not just like jump oh. into harsh critiques oh. without like being Ooh. able to set it up. Uh-oh. Um I
2: Do guess. it. So stop pulling punches.
0: No, it's like so it's like it's like a comedy, and like games are entertaining, but sometimes uh-huh. when you're reviewing it as art, even things that are genuinely entertaining, there isn't as much substance. So I sort of thought like the big message in here, or at least my interpretation of looking for deeper meaning, was like sometimes the creation of a game or what the developer goes through, a lot like the beginner's guide sometimes that creation is just as important as the final product. Right. Um, but when I, like, sort of came to that conclusion, I'm like, yeah, but I already knew that. Well, like, okay. It did, All right. It didn't necessarily, like, seem like a message there, that... There are only... It did, there are only so many, me like, universal truths that we... Like, art,
1: the creation of art is a laborious, uh, all-consuming process. <laughs> I think it's just the way that it's framed that makes it interesting. Like, I have rarely mm-hmm. seen something... You know, we, we want to talk about uh, player agency and the illusion of consequence. I think this pulls off the illusion. Oh, here we go again. No, it, it pulls it off, like, pretty well. It's it's a very small scale yeah, operation, right. but you feel as if, like, you're subtly fucking over or influencing <laughs> what is being created. And it's just a different, like, it's a very surreal way of looking at game development that ultimately, I think, knows what it it's about.
2: I actually kind of disagree. Yeah. I, with who? With with who? I, both are. I actually didn't feel. Actually, kind of both. Uh, <laughs> cool. Cool. I I this actually gonna make for some good podcasting. Always good. I didn't actually feel the game had a whole lot of. I, I I did not feel like I as the player had a lot of choice, um, and that I felt was kind of problematic. Because even like hitting the lasers, nothing comes of it. It's just an no, audio clip. I, yeah. You know? it, it, so, it changes a line of dialogue it, down the but road. Like, but, like, it. So, the my, my issue is I think the strength is just the inherent, like. And this is, I think, kind of where it's at is good because it where it's at isn't designed to be replayed a whole lot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think the strength is its kind of inherent nature. But once you get down to it, there's not a lot of stuff that you can dwell on in game. You kind of just, you just, you play it for what it is and you kind of experience the idea of, you know, there's this crazy, crazy game with, Mm -hmm. there's this crazy whirlwind heist happening on the other side of the wall.
1: That's what I'm saying is I think it's, it's amazing that like you have like very binary rote actions as a player, but then you have this narrator who is like trying to like overhype the shit out of what's happening and is reacting accordingly and i think that's like such a great like you're flipping buttons and mm. it's creating thunderstorms and crazy rain and lasers like you know but I, I
2: think it's i didn't uh, i didn't feel like it did anything so like i stood the, i left my computer at the elevator segment so that he he sat on that elevator for 20 minutes because I said so, but nothing happens because of that. That's okay. the problem right. that I have. That's fair. So yeah. like, yeah. it's kind of one of those things of like, I have more commitment than the game has on some mm-hmm. of these things. Like, I'll sit oh. here and push buttons right. for right. 10 minutes, despite the fact that the guy's telling me like, no, leave. It's gonna like blow up. You have to get away. Like, yeah, nah, I, I think nine, that, six, that was six three nine seven two. I don't. Sure. Get yeah, a I shit. sort of
0: had the same experience. Like. If you, so like the whole time, like I said, the stage manager is just like, all right, press these buttons and like you press them, and like spark shoot out. It's like, okay, okay, that's meant to happen. Um, and if you just like follow his instructions, it seems like very reactive and like timely and that you two are collaborating in a sense. Um, but then on my second playthrough, I was going for like some of the scavenger honey achievements and just experiencing the game. And it came across like different post-it notes throughout the game that had numbers on them. And I was like, okay, maybe if I input these combinations, something will happen. Like, I'll oh, get yeah. different dialogue. And while I'm doing that, like, the narrate- the stage manager is going through the same dialogue and the same actions are happening. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, so this game is going to happen whether I participate or not.
2: That that actually was the, like, that's a... I think that, that segment is great. But on the replay, that's one of the biggest illusion-breaking moments, I think. Because <laughs> I actually had the same thing where, like, the first time you go through you're hitting buttons and he's like wait 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 uh, 9632 wait no no scrap that let's do uh 543 no that's not going to work yeah but if you do yeah, that, that once and then you do it a second time the second time you're not hitting buttons and he's still going like okay so do 9, three, wait 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 no, no 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 let's do it it just it yeah. kind of breaks a little bit there yeah
0: it does it and does. that I- That actually reminds me... uh, Well, rather, I reminded myself of my... The only other sort of issue I had with this game. Um, There are papers and little notes all over the place. And you can, like, pick them up to read them. Um, And a lot of them are very funny, but the narrator is pretty much constantly talking to you. Mm -hmm. Like, when he tells you to go to the next room and you don't, he's like, okay, please, are you going to move? And, like, when you're trying to read all this information... It's really irritating. I would love
2: I would love a journal on the menu that arranges all the notes that you find in an order that like they're relevant to mm-hmm. like you know, order order of all letters of resignation like that kind of stuff. Right. If they had that it, or, even that I would feel I would be more content with like ooh I want to spell things out and like find all this stuff. Mm -hmm. or even just make sure the narrator's not Mm -hmm. talking when you're looking at stuff (laughs) or like he ends whatever line of dialogue he's
0: at yeah even if it was like a brief
1: (laughs) pause as you bring
0: up yeah uh, but
1: i I think again it's that sense of urgency of it it sort of breaks a little bit if you're help trying to make this player go through this game and suddenly you're just like stopping to dick around and read a note like i understand the decision to make it real time and to continue onward um, because you're guiding this experience hypothetically for this player, so it makes sense. But yeah, I would have liked to have had, like Max said, an actual inventory screen with all the notes because they're
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're incredibly well written. They give great flavor text, and some of some of the assets are just so bizarre and strange uh, that you kind of just want to stop and appreciate it.
2: The thing is, like, yeah, that I, I actually liked. I didn't. I don't know. I kind of liked the real-time component because I do think it's interesting where like your inherent nature or your inherent nature as a video game player is to like read notes and stuff and like stop and look around. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then the game is like, no, 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 please, just keep, just keep moving, please. Keep going, please. <laughs> um, um, but even if like, I mean, this if is... if there were like slight variations and you had like a reference of collecting things, I think the game would be like that's. That's a pretty I, I good would, finish state.
1: I would love. I mean, I think it's by virtue of this being such a small team, and if this mm. were to expand into something much larger, I mean.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, team I, size. I, uh, team size. The visuals. It is pretty impressive. The game looks yeah, good. Absolutely. I mean, the sound is good. There, there's a lot of really smart decisions happening. It,
1: there are great. So deci- I, there are great decisions. Also, let's just talk about like, in terms of using art assets and being aware of those art assets. The opening of the of the game is just this weird, cryptic, like, dark forest with a parked car with its headlights rearing. And then you click Start Game, and then it goes to just a painted JPEG of that exact same <laughs> intro. Like, from that decision alone, you know exactly what sort of game you're getting into. And I, I think it's like using its limitations and just fucking in going with it.
0: So I think what we're saying is that this sort of has the same problem, not problem, the same verdict of the static speaks my name, where if you gave this like an extra 45 minutes of play time and a little bit more people on the team that like this would be... no, this is a bet. Stop. Uh, guys, I want to put it on record. Caleb's flipping me off on Skype. Oh, no, throwing like, you the, I'm throwing you the
1: crows, crows, crows right now.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, but I mean, like this game was good, but I bet like you better believe I would pay a price if they put like an extra hour into sure. it and a little <sighs> bit more in mm-hmm. the team and the budget like that'd be a bet a really cool experience mm-hmm. it would it, you know what it is it it,
2: i I think that criticism comes hardest when something is legitimately very good because there's a lot of really good yeah. stuff happening there's a lot that I like, so it kind of becomes that moment of like I want more I like I like what I see, so what do I want? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I feel like that was a pretty productive conversation yep. about this. Um, yeah,
0: so it's a good game. So,
2: I mean, it's free, so you should just play it. Just, just play, play it. it. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's easy. Um, so, fellas, Caleb, Max. Uh-huh. Let's say we were writing a book, and this book was called <laughs> "The Art History of game, Video Games," written by Max, Caleb, and David. Inspired, by three Hit, hit. Hit create, these yeah, three dipshits <laughs> written by three dipshits who have a dipshit podcast um, what would this how would this game be in it at all and if so what would it say and yeah cool Caleb go
1: Well, I, I think this would definitely be included especially tailing off of the beginner's guide in the Stanley Parable which I think took walking simulators sort of to, to new heights this sort of is its own annotation and really puts you in the mindset of being a game developer but it frames it in such a surreal strange way Uh, that's just fun fun and eccentric and easily digestible uh, that you you know can't help but love it
0: Mm go ahead go ahead (laughs) guys i think i think that um, at well, I mean at this point, if we keep going at this pace, William Pooh is gonna have his own like at least paragraph in this book um and it would probably sure. be just like mentioned in a sentence, but I think outside of that, I don't think it made a huge splash in the industry um I, not that it's bad, I just feel like it has a, it w- did't make enough of a dent to warrant its own sort of highlight here yeah, I think... cool
2: <clears throat> but yeah, I think that the problem is that um. At least in the grand scope conversation, this is, like, the Stanley Parable is great, but there wouldn't be a chapter on the Stanley Parable. There would be a chapter on walking simulators, and the Stanley Parable yeah. would have a role in that. So it kind of becomes like, be a like, oh, you, well, we talked about the Stanley Parable, so we don't need to talk about uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Langeskov. But I do agree with you. I think that, um, what's his name? The guy? Well, William Oog. uh
0: per- <laughs> I think I
2: think that he is a substantial figure, and I think that maybe there's like maybe like a like a you know side side conversation on him might it might come up, but otherwise, yeah, I, I think yeah. that it, I think that it's a really <laughs> strong concept, but that it's a little too small of scale to really have mm-hmm. a major lasting impact.
1: But it's it's still encouraging to see this person who clearly did not go through the greatest development with Davy Renan to. Almost put forth his own response, even if it's a very small scale response. It's mm-hmm. nice to see him use a format that he's very familiar with, i.e., a walking simulator, to tell his mm-hmm. perspective. Which oh yeah, it's you, 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 yeah. you look
2: at it. I can look at this and go like, okay, this dude deserves like a much bigger team and a l- mm-hmm. much larger pool to work with, and then he'll be able to yeah. make something really substantial. Right. Right. Um. So, so but yeah.
0: Thank you guys for listening. This has been yeah. the Crit Crew. If you would like to uh, tell us what you thought or yell at any of us for our opinions, tell us what games you would like us to play, um, just send all do you guys have any like fan art that you guys want for this week?
2: No, no fan art. No fan art this no. week. I just no, want I just
0: week. want no. I want no. a I want a button.
1: Just a okay. just a button.
0: All right, uh, Caleb wants a button. Uh, all of that goes to Crit Podcast at gmail.com We also have a Facebook group. I'll we get you. We don't have a Twitter. Caleb. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I'll get you a I'm, button, I'm a baby. <laughs> okay, I retract what I said earlier. The button situation has been resolved. It's been resolved. <laughs> yeah, that was. You quick. can put down your envelopes and stamps right now. Yes. Oh, guys, sorry, check guys.
1: Out, check out the Facebook group. We're uh, trying to get that kind of off the ground but every week you know we have like a custom little banner that you know someone special mm. on this team <laughs> designs uh, you can take show. credit <laughs> you can
2: take credit for it if you want uh, it's me it's, it's me Kayla. i did it i did it I honestly did it. Like I, they're lovely
0: i would oh. in a way like i think my favorite outcome of this facebook group would be for people to angrily take their opinions on how they disagree with every, all the dumb stuff that we said and mm-hmm. take it to the Facebook. Oh, group. that'd be good. Like, I almost prefer that than being like, "Hey, nice job,
2: y'all." Oh, I would. I would love mm-hmm. some criticism.
0: Yeah, <laughs> anything. I I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> feed me. <laughs> so, so uh, listeners,
1: um, go ahead and press the pause button on your phone or other listening. No,pe that's not. That's not the button. No, nope. back to this. You're, you're rewinding. Oh. You're rewinding, right? Stop it. Stop. If are rewinding, pause.
0: how are you still talking?
1: Are so, you I'm Are just, you Are you suggesting? That, remember...
2: Are you suggesting they're going to rewind to re-listen to it? Is that your idea? So, yeah, there? <laughs> David,
1: you're going to put it sound Thank you for effects. listening
0: to this for the five hundredth time.
1: <laughs> now it's your turn to listen again for the first time.
0: This has been the Crit Crew. <laughs> <laughs> this This crit's adjourned. Hey, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, you freed me from this prison.